From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for Father's Day, September 5, 2010. And our newest radio club celebrates the centenary. The Macedon Rangers Amateur Radio Club successfully operated VK100 WIA from the 18th to the 20th of August from a combination of members' homes and the Wood End Scout Hall. Club members arrived at the Scout Hall early on the Friday morning with rain, wind and sleet. The temperature about 2.5 degrees centigrade and reports of snowfall on the nearby Mount Macedon. While the chill is being addressed inside the hall by way of a wood fire and gas heater, there are six members outside in the wind and on waterlogged ground while erecting a multi-band aerial supported by gum trees. Club member Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, mounted a small historical display within the hall while others set up the operating station. For the next 12 hours it was a busy time, 80, 40, 20, SSB and CW, the two-metre repeaters and a specially installed IRLP node, courtesy of Graham VK3NE and John VK3IC, were also used. A great time was had by all, especially Joe April, who managed to snag a number of stations in Italy on 20 metres by calling to them in Italian. Although it sometimes took a while for him to explain the significance of the VK100 WIA call sign. On the Friday night, the main scout hall filled with about 100 scouts, leaders and parents, while VK100WIA continued in full swing in a back room with operators Luke VK3HJ and Peter Wilmot VK3TQ. Later, Peter VK3TQ, who was also a scout leader, explained the operation of the Amateur Centenary Station. Other club members on the three-day operating roster were Ron VK3ZJ, Bob 3SX, Ray 3YAR, Peter Wolfenden, 3RV, Jenny Warrington, VK5ANW, Stroke 3, Colin Smith, VK3YWY, Richard Hoskins, VK3JFK, and Gary Greer, Victor Kilo 3, Golf, Sugar Golf. In all, more than 600 contacts were logged, and to top it off, the club gained publicity in the Macedon Rangers leader newspaper with a story and photograph. Well done to Victoria's and possibly Australia's youngest radio club on its support for the world's oldest national radio society, the Wireless Institute of Australia. The September monthly meeting of the Hunter Radio Group will be held Friday, September 10, at the NBN TV studios in Newcastle. After general business, the lecture will be presented by Tim Mills, VK2ZTM, and Tim will talk on 100 years of the WIA. On last week's broadcast, we reported that the Lockyer Valley Radio and Electronics Club had done well with its VK100WIA-associated activities. At the time, it was believed that Lockyer Valley Radio and Electronics Club in Queensland had made 337 contacts, based on the online log for VK100WIA. But it was later learnt the club was not able to immediately record contacts on the online log. And that's okay. But now that the online logging task has been completed, it shows a whopping 927 contacts and some 248 of those on CW. Well done. Now a milestone for the WIA Centenary Award. Here's VK3PC. Jim? 
Claims continue to steadily arrive for this limited edition operating award celebrating the centenary of organised amateur radio in Australia with more than 160 now issued. The first from Hawaii is also the 100th award certificate and it goes to Dan Greeson, Kilo Hotel Six Papa. Congratulations, Dan. The first radio club to get the award is the Moorabbin District Radio Club VK3APC. Also receiving his award certificate is Frank Elcidi, VK8FNCY of Palmerston in Northern Territory. Frank, a new radio amateur who in May made his first ever on-air contact with VK100WIA. Now he has the WIA Centenary Award Certificate proudly displayed in his radio shack. Some of the award claims have included personal comments. Winston Henry, VK7WH, said, I've held a licence since 1958, but have been QRT for the past 30 years. It was the centenary of the WIA that was the catalyst to get me back on air and rejoin the WIA. The special call sign VK100WIA will be on air until the end of October. Claims for the award close on the 30th of January 2011. Eligibility requirements and full details can be found on the WIA website www.wia.org.au. From VK1WIA, let's look ahead at the VK100WIA roster. The special call sign returned to Tasmania today with Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club operating it from the 5th to the 7th of September, including 10am to 4pm at the Maritime Museum in Devonport. The public has been invited to the museum to, dis- to see the centenary of organised amateur radio station in operation, plus a display of historic radios and computer presentations. Listen for VK100WIA on 7090 kHz, plus 2 metres and 70 centimetre FM. In the evening, club members will put VK100WIA on air from their home QDHs on 3590 kHz. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club, also celebrating its 40th anniversary, will activate VK100WIA 24 hours a day on all bands, including some EME moonbounds. Then next weekend, the Tablelands Radio and Electronics Club will be operating from Barrabeen, combined with its social gathering held in conjunction with the club's annual general meeting. For those of you in VK4, you'll hear more of that from Dale VK4DMC in the local edition of Q News. But we did mention how the call sign returned to Tasmania. Also from Tasmania, the International Space Station has contacted the South Hobart Primary School. On Friday 27th of August at about quarter to five, students from the South Hobart Primary School got the opportunity to ask questions of US astronaut Colonel Doug Wheelock as he flew over the Goddard Space Flight Centre in Maryland, USA. The Telebridge contact was organised through the amateur radio on the International Space Station program. And let's listen to one of the questions asked by student Reuben. Hi, this is Reuben. What are the types of emergencies that can happen on the ISS and can they fire ignite in zero gravity? Over. Uh, toxic spill of 
We received great media coverage of the event in the local press. The Southern Cross Radio Network before the event and seven minutes on ABC Local Radio after the event on Michael Vetch's morning program. All right, I've got to ask, what were some of the questions that the kids asked them? Oh, there were, there were some great questions, like things like, uh, how does it feel to do a spacewalk? And that was that was quite good because uh, Doug Wheelock was one of the uh, ones doing the spacewalks to fix this problem. Yes. Uh, how many countries are involved? How many people live on the space station? Question about space junk and, and is it of concern and how do they uh, how do they avoid it? And what sort of connections do they have with, with Earth and their family? And, you know, how do they keep up with... Uh, What's going on on uh, down on Earth? And yes. So some great questions. Absolutely. Well, um, Justin, thanks for that. What a, what a great thing to have done. I thought you, I'm sure you, you've, you've, you've given me a bit of a thrill just hearing about it, but I'm sure those kids came away with something absolutely wonderful that they'll remember for ages. Well and truly. And a special thank you to Tony VK5ZAI, the Australian ARIS coordinator, and his dedicated team of volunteers who made this all happen. And 73 from Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Let's have a look at what's happening around VK. And if you'd like something broadcast in around VK in 80 seconds, then just email nationalnews at wia.org.au. In VK2, the next meeting of the Amateur Radio New South Wales Radio Homebrew and Experimenters Group will take place on September 7. So if you want to meet other amateurs interested in homebrewing, then make sure you pop along and visit the Amateur Radio New South Wales Radio Homebrew and Experimenters Group September 7. VK4, the Central Highlands AGM, the date for the famous and popular Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club AGM at Camp Fairburn has been changed. It will now be Friday the 24th, so that will be from 4pm Friday the 24th until midday Sunday the 26th. Now let's see what's happening in VK5, David Clegg. Good morning. On Sunday, September the 19th, the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society will be presenting a technical symposium at their Bel Air club rooms, commencing 9.30am. Keynote speakers are Drew Diamond on home construction, Rob Gurr, early single sideband techniques, Keith Gurley and Ian Crawford, microwave construction, and Phil Harmon will talk on high-performance software-defined radios. Several demonstrations will be held during the breaks. Admission will be $20, pay at the door. This includes morning and afternoon teas and lunch. This has been David, VK5 Kilo Charlie, for the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. From Castledine in North Brisbane, it is transmitted on 7.130 MHz at 2300 UTC Saturdays. I'm Paul, VK4, Bravo Golf Tango. I'm Jason, VK2LAW, and just ahead of international news this week, a look at how you could become a ham radio operator, particularly if you're in the north of VK2. Next Summerland Foundation course will be held on the 25th and 26th of September. Yes, the Foundation Licence course will be held at the club rooms on the weekend of the 25th and 26th of September. 
The cost of the course is $20 and the textbook is available from the club or from the WIA for about $25. For more details, contact Duncan VK2DLR on 02-6628-1337 or email education at sarc.org.au. On the international scene, the ARRL is again saying no to sharing the amateur radio spectrum with public safety robots. Last month, the league filed a petition to deny applications with the FCC to reject 68 pending public safety pool licence applications associated with the Recon Robotics video and audio surveillance system. Each licence application is accompanied by a waiver request to permit operation of the devices in the 433 to 445 MHz band. The applications were coordinated by APCO International Link Licensing Services and would allow the use of the Recon Scout product current being marketed by Recon Robotics pursuant to an FCC waiver. APCO International Inc. Licensing Services is the frequency coordinator for the Public Safety Land Mobile Radio Services. Dan Henderson, N1ND, is the ARRL's Regulatory Information Manager. He says that while several issues factor into the League's petition to deny these applications, most noticeable is that the Commission has not acted on an earlier ARRL petition for reconsideration in WP Docket 0863, which has been pending since March of this year. Henderson said that the petition raises issues that should be addressed prior to any action on the individual applications. He said that granting applications based on the Docket 0863 waiver, which is not final, would be premature. Henderson goes on to note that there is the potential for significant interference from these devices to licensed operations in the amateur 70s centimetre band. Therefore, the ARRL urges the FCC to take thoughtful and expedient action on our petition for reconsideration. Alleged murderers of N5VGH and his wife captured. The last two of three alleged killers of Gary Haas, N5VGH and his wife Linda have been captured in Arizona. Amateur radio newsline's Mark Abramowitz, NT3V, is here with the details. Authorities in Arizona say it was the suspicions of a forest ranger about an unattended campfire and a vehicle backed into trees which helped lead to the arrest of John McCluskey and Kathleen Welsh. They say the two were hiding out in a campground southeast of the Sunrise Ski Resort in Apache County, Arizona, when the ranger made the discovery and called federal authorities. After checking the license plate on the car, authorities found it matched the vehicle missing from Santa Rosa, New Mexico, and suspected McCluskey and Welsh were responsible for that theft. Investigators say the car came from an area where authorities discovered the bodies of Hawes and his wife in a burned-out trailer. In charging documents released by the U.S. Attorney's Office in New Mexico, graphic details of events leading up to the couple's murder were spelled out. Investigators say McCluskey, Welsh, and another man identified as Tracy Allen Province carjacked the couple's pickup truck and their camper trailer on August 2nd at a rest area off Interstate 40 in Quay County, New Mexico. Authorities allege the trio forced the couple to drive to an area between Tucumcari and Santa Rosa, New Mexico, where they stopped. It was there, investigators say, McCluskey took the couple at gunpoint to the camper trailer and shot them, killing both. With the body still in the camper, the fugitives drove to a remote area of Guadalupe County in New Mexico, where they unhitched the camper trailer and set it on fire with the couple's bodies still inside. The burned-out trailer with the couple's remains was found August 4th. And that led to a massive manhunt for McCluskey, Province, and Welsh. It's believed Welsh helped McCluskey and Province and another inmate, Daniel Renwick, to escape from a private prison in Arizona. Renwick split from all of them right away. He was captured in Colorado a few days after that breakout. Province then split from the couple and was captured in Wyoming on August 10th. 
McCluskey and Welsh, who were first cousins and fiancés, remained on the lam for another nine days. All are jailed in lieu of very high bail and face a host of serious charges, ranging from kidnapping to murder. For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Mark Abramovich, NT3V. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. And from your friends here in the United States at the Amateur Radio Newsline, we say a hearty congratulations to the Wireless Institute of Australia on its 100th anniversary. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column dateline 2010. October 23, WIA National Field Day. October 2 and 3, WIA Oceania DX Contest Phone. October 9 and 10, WIA Oceania DX Contest CW. November 20 and 21, WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day. Now with special event stations, repeater, beacon, DX, and net advice. How to QSL Cyprus DX stations. The QSL Bureau of the Cyprus Amateur Radio Society says that it is receiving large numbers of QSLs that cannot be delivered to the intended recipient. This is because that station has a QSL manager outside Cyprus. According to 5B4AHJ, who is the Society's QSL Bureau manager, the problem is threefold. Those generating the QSLs are not bothering to check to see if the station has a manager. And even if a manager's call is written on the QSL, many QSL bureaus are still sending the QSL to Cyprus. Lastly, QSLs for 5BDX calls are being sent to Cyprus when either they should be sent to the operator's QSL manager, or in the absence of a manager, they should be sent to the bureau for the home call. 5B4AHJ says that he has produced a list of stations with foreign managers for Cyprus stations. VK6LC is operational as XV2LC through September 10th from Ho Chi Minh City, and as XV4LC from the Mekong Delta. Listen out for him primarily on CW with some SSB. QSL via VK6LC. Last week in this portion of WIA National News, I made mention of the new DXCC entities due 10th of the 10th of the 10th. With more, here's Jim VK3PC. The great expectations of DX quadruplets. The five islands of the Netherlands Antilles in the Caribbean Sea are to undergo constitutional status change on the 10th of October and result in four new DXCC entities. St. Martin, PJ7, Curacao, PJ2, Bonaire, PJ4, each become a DX entity, while Sabe, PJ6, and St. Ignatius, PJ5 combined, are set to be a single entity due to their close proximity. There are two announced de-expeditions to St. Martin, and one each for Sabe, Bonaire and Curacao with that island also the venue at the time of the Global Amateur Radio Emergency Conference, GARAC 2010. The DX community is waiting for the 10th day of the 10th month, 2010, for the new DX entities. The two existing DXCC entities, PJ2, PJ4, Leeward Islands, and PJ5, PJ6 and PJ7 Windward Islands are said to be set for deletion at the same time. Aruba, P4, seceded from the Netherlands Antilles in 1986 and gained DXCC entity status at that time. Radio Memorial, PA Club to hold on-air 911 operation. Look for special event station N3U slash United Flight 93 will be on the air between September the 9th to the 13th. 
This to commemorate the lives lost in the wanton acts of terrorism against the United States by agents of Al-Qaeda that took place on September 11, 2001. This operation is to be sponsored by the Blair Amateur Radio Society, W3PN, along with various local, state and government agencies. These include the City of Altoona, Blair County, Pennsylvania, the Red Cross and several others. Operators at N3U will include W3BTX, W3TF and other W3PN club members. Listen for N3U slash United Flight 93 on 160 through 6 metres using CWNSSB. QSL N3U slash Flight 93 via W3PN by the Bureau or Direct. Please include a self-addressed stamped envelope with enough postage to reach your location. For more details, see the call N3U, the Pennsylvania Memorial Station for the September 11, 2001 attacks on QRZ.com. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. Media watching we go on the WIA National News. We'll be looking at AR Magazine with Barry Robinson. Having a listen to American musician and songwriter Joe Walsh from the Eagles, also known as WB6ACU, and DAB Plus and Internet Radio. But the September issue of Amateur Radio Magazine is out now. Editor Peter Freeman, VK3PF, in his editorial discusses continual improvement and self-education, now part of many workplaces, is equally applicable to amateur radio. He mentions a range of opportunities for us to learn more and be better informed. The WIA President Michael Owen, VK3KI, in the WIA comments section discusses the tune in the world. Amateur radio gets everyone talking. The National Field Day being held on Saturday the 23rd of October. Also published are the rules and full details of this public relations exercise to promote our hobby. There are stories about the reenactment in July of the first UK-Australia press message between Wales and Cooirup in Victoria. An insight into the Welsh end of the reenactment involving the Dragon Amateur Radio Club in North Wales, GB2VK, is provided by Jim Linton, VK3PC, while a reproduced newspaper clipping has information on the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club, VK100WIA, end of the reenactment. Amateur Radio Magazine, a WIA membership service, and also available at selected newsagents. This is Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor. I will be reporting more on the contents of the September edition, Amateur Radio Magazine, in next week's VK1 WIA broadcast. Okay, Barry, we'll stay tuned for that one. American musician and songwriter Joe Walsh, WB6 ACU, best known as a guitarist with the Eagles, has described how his amateur radio technical knowledge came in very handy when he was starting out in his career. Let's listen into a segment from a syndicated radio program to learn more. Joe? Joe Walsh here on the Eagles Radio on Question and Answer Day. Who's next? Hey, Joe, this is Billy. Hi, Billy. How you doing? I'm just curious. Uh, could you give examples of how being an amateur radio operator has enhanced your career as a musician? Well, okay. I've been a ham radio operator from uh, since 1961 right about when I was picking the guitar up and learning some theory about radio, how radios work uh, gave me some knowledge to understand how a guitar's wired 
and how a guitar amplifier works, it turned out to be invaluable because I, I understood amps enough to mess around and change some parts in them and, and soup them up. And uh, in those days, we didn't have any roadies, you know, and when your amp broke and you were playing live, you had to do something about it. You had right. to fix it. And uh, I could uh, rewire guitars and get different sounds out of it. And uh, just a quick fix in general was uh, 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 pertaining to survival in those days. I, I'd make a great roadie for somebody, I'll tell you. The interview ended with caller Billy revealing that he too is a radio ham and the pair exchanging amateur radio greetings. An interesting piece of radio broadcasting and what great PR for ham radio. DAB Plus. Radios such as Pure Sensia are both DAB Plus and internet radio. If you have an internet radio such as this, now this, the WIA National News, can be delivered fresh when you want it direct to the radio. Just hit the lounge button and podcasts and hey presto, WIA National News comes in loud and strong. If you are in VK and don't as yet have a DAB Plus radio, you can get the same edition of the WIA News by visiting thelounge.com. When you search the podcast list, you'll also see Amateur Radio Newsline and Tech Talk Radio. Visit both thelounge.com and pure.com. Check out the radios and the podcast and overseas broadcast band stations available. Hi, it's Dick Smith here, VK2DIK. Reminding listeners that the WIA centenary call sign, VK100WIA, is now on air until the end of October. Check out the roster on the WIA website or stay tuned to this broadcast for more details. The VK100WIA call sign has generated enormous interest, particularly from overseas radio amateurs eager to have contact and obtain the commemorative QSL card. The WIA is automatically sending a QSL card via the Bureau for all contacts or direct QSLing is also available provided return postage is provided. Gee, that's fantastic. Get in with it from Dick Smith. Just about the bottom of the news for another week, September 5, 2010. Looking at Worldwide Special Interest Group's digital, open source digital voice codec. David Rowe, VK5DGR, has released version 0.1 alpha of codec 2. This fills a gap in open source, free as in speech voice codecs beneath 5,000 bits per second. It's released under the GNU Lesser General Public License, LGPL. And here's an invitation to go straight for a week. Well, straight key operating, that is. The Straight Key Week is organised by the Fist CW Club. Runs from today, the 5th through to the 11th of September, UTC. All HF except the WARC bands. Up until this year, only straight keys could be used. However, the rules have changed to manual side swiper keys as long as there's no electronic keying deployed. Radar Special Event Station PD55RADAR. Yes, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. And Peter PD1AJJ and Elmer PD3EAM are active with the special event call sign. PD-55 Radar through until the 14th of September. Now, Radar is short for Rapid Deployment Amateur Radio, an international concept of radio amateurs being able to operate anywhere under all circumstances. The social scene? 
November 14 in VK4 is Queensland Club's President's Lunch this year in Rockhampton. And October 9 in VK4, the Wide Bay Mini Hamfest, the Scout Hall, Mirabrah. November 7 in VK5 is Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest at Goodwood. And October 23, the WIA National Field Day, where we ask you to tune into the world. Amateur Radio gets people talking. Yes, it's the WIA National Field Day. Registrations are open for the WIA National Field Day, October 23. Club coordinators and individuals participating are requested to register via an online information form on wia.org.au. Just look for the links under the WIA Centenary Celebrations or Contest pages. Now, the catchphrase and logo is available on the information page. PDF print files for various size banners and posters will be available for download in PDF format from the bottom of the web page. Also, Officeworks catalogue numbers will be provided for each of the digital banners that correspond to the correctly sized artwork file for download. Interested participants will be able to download a piece of artwork off the website, put it on a memory stick and take it along to your local Officeworks store who will produce the poster or banner as required. Rules for the contest are in September AR Magazine. Remember, it's not really a contest. It is a way of showing people around VK what amateur radio does and how radio amateurs get people talking. The current rules and checklist are also available for download via the WIA National Field Day webpage. The WIA look forward to seeing the innovative locations that your club selects for your event. So hop on to wia.org.au, check out the WIA National Field Day October 23 on the WIA Centenary Celebrations page. That is it. That's the end of the news. I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. Walk softly. In the nation's capital with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.